Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I have something bold to say, and that is after seeing so many pictures of Christmas mornings and so many men in Christmas jammies, I stand by what I said. I, yeah. It gives me such an ick. And Liz. I love a new year. I love, I love, I love a, a start year. over. I just, I love an excuse to be like, let's start fresh. Let's do something new. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And it's 2024. Happy New Year. Guys, it feels like I haven't talked to you since last year. Okay. <laughs> um, it I, really does feel like it's been a year, to be honest. Well, it's been weeks. 2024. Hol- it was the holidays. The, ho- <laughs> the holidays have come and gone. We took two weeks off and I have a lot to talk about. I have a lot to say. I have a lot to talk about and a lot to say also. So where do we go? And what's t- what's today's episode really going to be? I do have a millennial word. Have we it. have just a lot of different topics to cover. Full transparency. We were a little, we're kind of down to the wire on recording this. So we didn't have time to do our usual prep. So this is going to be more of a millennial word, driveway dump, 23 recap. 24 and to look forward to. 24 to look forward to. And then of course, Thursday, we'll be back with like your regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. Exactly. I do have a fantastic ditch to drive through, though. And when are we doing our book club book? Did you finish I it? I finished it, yeah. I'm not done. I'm almost done. Okay. Well, I guess whenever you finish is when we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just get right into it with the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less, less lame. And today's word is cook. Cook? Cook. Let them cook. Let them cook. Let them cook. Can you use it in a sentence? Let him cook. He's cooking. Okay. Wow. Look at him. Wow. Look at. I just have to explain it. Look at Tyler do his car, his truck dad tour. He's cooking. Let him cook. Like he's like, he's prepping something. He's working behind the scenes. No, it means like you're doing your thing. Like when someone is just like doing their thing, they're cooking. You just say, like, let them cook. Like, they are oh. thriving at something. Go let off. Let them cook. Go off. Do your thing. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Um, so that's what Cindy and Grayson told me. Grayson told me there's an alternate meaning as well. So I want to make sure I'm thorough in my definitions. Mm. And it can also... I kind of like this one. It's kind of spicy. In the sense of if you're dating a new guy, and let's say he, like, makes you... Um, like a delicious dinner or you know he always like puts the toilet seat down or he's just like doing like very courteous things to you um or he like buys you something really nice it's like someone cooked here like another girl trained him into doing these things and so like there was another yeah. co- someone cooked like you here. could say like like our brother like he knows how to cook because he has four sisters and we've taught him what to do. So Charlotte might be like, someone has cooked here. But I don't think you mean it in that way. I think it's more in like, Grayson used the example of if someone else was dating. You're uh, at the same time. No, no, no. Before. Okay. So like if Tyler was dating someone before you and she instilled these things in him, like being, you know, putting the toilet seat down to cook you this nice dinner. Like if he like does courteous things, that a man maybe wouldn't have known how to do mm-hmm. like someone cook here mm-hmm. maybe these aren't the best examples but do you kind of see what i'm trying to get yeah, at? yeah i understand i understand okay. i don't think we'll use that one but um i like let him cook like do your thing go off 
Yeah, I'm always looking for more variations of ways to say the same thing. Yeah, me too, for sure. No, I really am. Well, anyway, Liz, it has been, it was quite the Christmas break. Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoyed the time off. And I'm really ready to get back to to work and to a routine a little bit. I love a new year. I love I love a a start over. I just I love an excuse to be like, let's start fresh. Let's do something new. I'm all about a new year resolution, a new year start. It just feels like everything, everything goes away and you're just going to start over. And I love that. I love the opportunity. Um, Do you want to go over what our 23, 24 like words and goals are going to be? Yeah, I haven't, I don't really have a word yet. So I guess you can start. Yeah, I'm like, I'm kind of going between two words. Um, and I'm not totally sure which, I'm, I'm going to pick one. And what I've done in the past, which I want to do this year, is I'm going to pick my word of the year and then I'm going to get a coffee mug with the word on yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So then like when you're having your morning coffee, you can look at that every day and just, just remind yourself. I mean, I have like, I'm going to like probably go through this week and like write out like some personal goals. I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm a big goal setter. Yeah. I don't know if I'll share a lot of them because they're, pro- they're just probably more like really like personal and granular and like people probably wouldn't even like understand half of them. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think having like a theme is really good. So like last or two years ago, I did organization where I just like tried to organize all aspects of my life. This past year I did like I forget what it was like boldness or something like okay. I just wanted to be more mm, bold and like love not be scared to like share my opinion and like you know do what I came here to do and this year I either want I'm taking a little bit more of like a personal route so like less about the business and I either want it to be like uh social okay like you know putting myself out there like hanging out with friends hanging out with people just kind of like really making that effort to get more people in my life mm-hmm. or I want to do the words like gentle, like I want to be maybe a little bit more gentle with myself. I think that some mm. days I'm trying to like be like do the most, like keep a clean house, cook a good dinner, be the best mom, be the best wife, be the best sister, the best friend, the best Instagram or the best podcaster. And I just want to feel like I want to just, I think, be a little softer and like I want to be like in my soft girl era. Okay. Like yeah. I want to live in a world where like I like wake up and like drink like a lemon water. Mm. I don't think you're there with um, three kids, but no, maybe. But, but it's like, like I wake up in the morning, like I immediately unload the dishwasher, and then I am, yeah. while I'm listening, while I I'm see. listening to a podcast about auto related things, while I'm thinking about a hundred other things, like yeah. it's just life is moving so fast, and I just want to. I, I know you can't slow down entirely, but like I just want to, just like I, I want to give my. I hate. I don't really hate the term "give yourself grace" because I don't even really know what that means, mm. but I just want to. Let some things go and kind of like focus on just move a little slower and like take it, take, take the day moment by moment. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Social is probably easier because I don't really even have my second thought. Flushed yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that second thought you have to have action items on what that even totally means and begin because while you love goals, I love action items. I love action items like you love goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say my word of the for 2024 will be grow. And I just want to grow in sort of like all aspects of my life. I want to grow in my motherhood journey. I want to grow in my faith journey. I just sort of want to like stretch myself and then maintain that because I just Mm -hmm. feel like right now I'm being like pulled and motherhood is awesome. And it's not honestly as hard as I I thought I was really scared. It's not hasn't been as bad as I thought it was going to be. But now that I'm sort of like getting my bearings on what it means to 
take care of another human being. I'm like, okay, so now, now that I'm doing this, where, when do I work out? When do I read my Bible? When do I do these things? And I need to sort of figure out place pockets of time for me and things that I still have to do that I sort of have fallen behind since becoming a mom. Totally. So I just want to grow in all aspects um, of my life. And one way I'm going to do that specifically with the, um, specifically with like working out and honestly the Bible too, is I'm just going to take it 15 minutes at a time. Yeah. And so, okay, Elizabeth, prior to having a baby, I worked out 45 minutes to an hour every single day. I really can't do that anymore. Um, not every single day, not right now. I'm either too tired or I'm taking care of James or I'm working or something's going on or I'm just don't want to. So I'm going to try and do 15 minutes every day. I think I can find 15 minutes every day to go walk on the treadmill, to go do some yoga. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing. If I only get the 15 minutes in, it's better than zero minutes. Right. It's very daunting when I'm like, I've got to go work out. Well, I don't have an hour to 45 minutes, which is what I used to do. So I'm like, if I have 15 minutes, maybe I'll stay down there for an hour. Maybe I'll be like, oh, sweet. The 15 minutes is up. I'm going back upstairs. I'm going to go take a nap. I'm going to go unload the dishwasher. I'm going to do something else. But at least I move my body for 15 minutes. And I think that's attainable. And I think it's necessary. And I'll probably do the same. And I want to try and do the same thing with my Bible. I'm kind of into it. I think that's kind of what I'm saying about like, I think I get in the habit of like, okay, I want to do this, but I just get like ADD brain. It's like, well, before I can do that, like I want to make sure the kitchen's clean. Like I almost like can't give myself any like self-care unless everything else is taken care of. And I think that's that's, just something that moms mm -hmm. and women deal with. And I've got to figure out how to carp. What's carp? (laughs) Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. Like close the door let's go in my bedroom let's close and you know what i told my kids i told george and hattie because sometimes like they like to and granted like my poor children they're just like looking for floor space to like play with things Mm -hmm. but i said there's no toys allowed in mom's room Mm. like you're just you're not allowed in in my room unless we're like we're there as a family so like if i need a place to go i can close my bedroom door and like have a second of like a clean serene area yeah no for sure i so feel that about not feeling like you can do anything until all the other things are done and like once the dishwasher is done well then you gotta load it oh and then you better wipe off the counter oh and now someone's hungry oh and now and like you'll never actually get to the thing so when you the free moment presents itself you've got to take it because the dishes aren't going anywhere Mm -hmm. the laundry is so kind because it will still be there for you when you come back totally so so totally so totally um so anyway should we go to our dumps yeah i've got some things to talk about first let me just come out hot and heavy and let me just you know it's i'm kind of sticking to my 23 23 resolution i have something bold to say and that is after seeing so many pictures of christmas mornings and so many men in christmas jammies i stand by what i said i it gives me such an ick sorry i know i don't like I don't like seeing it. I and like maybe that's just like I don't know the sexism is, sexism in me, but like if it's a mom and her kids matching jammies, darling, obsessed, cutest thing I've ever seen. As soon as dad's matching, I'm out. It's just the ick, and I think it's so fine. I don't want to see a man in any. It's not just the Christmas jammies, and maybe that's why it's weird. I just don't like seeing men in jammies. No, it, it feels too. It feels too and intimate, I would, and I would never see that otherwise. But on Christmas, yeah. everyone feels the need to post a to picture post about it. it. I know. That's probably the hottest take I have. Here's the thing. 
we're not saying men can't have jammies. We're not saying men don't. We're not saying jammies are only for the girls. Men can wear jammies. They can have jammy sets. Don't post a picture of it, though. <laughs> don't do it. I don't like it. I don't like seeing it. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> well, and some of them are just not flattering. I don't want to see it. Yeah. I don't know. But you know what? Whatever. Let them cook, I guess. Yeah, no, let them cook. Okay, we've had... Um, I had quite the... Uh, quite an interesting thing happen um, at the end of 23. What was it? Well, you know, we had a wonderful Christmas. The kids were delightful. They looked darling. Not to brag, but their outfits were on point. And like everyone was just cute and amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Hattie got scissors for Christmas. My mother-in-law gave Hattie scissors for Christmas, which I was actually thrilled with because we only had one pair of scissors and my kids love to cut magazines. They love to cut things. Um, So anyway, we had some excess scissors. Now, this is where I made the mistake. Hattie wanted to cut one of her old doll's hair. And like, I don't care. You know me. I'm like, I let him pick up like a toy at Once Upon a Child or a Goodwill. Like, we, It's not like it was a toy that was expensive or yeah. had any value. And I just like to be a yes mom where I can. Mm-hmm. Why do I care if the doll's hair is cut? Right. She did it over the trash can. I was like, whatever. She wanted to give her doll a haircut. I should have taken that moment to say, hey, it's fun to cut doll's hair, but you always ask mommy first and we never cut our hair. I should have. I should have done that. Yeah. I didn't do that. Hattie also got a makeup table for her birthday in October. And mm-hmm. she loves to sit at her makeup table and just look at herself and like, whatever. So you guys probably know where this is going. She went to her makeup table, sat at it, took her scissors, cut her hair, cut a lot, cut yeah. a lot of her hair. She cut both sides. One side, she cut her to the ears. The other side, she just honestly gave herself some nice layers and a little face frame. <laughs> she comes out smiling, holding the scissors. And she goes, who wants a haircut? <gasps> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was your first reaction to that? Absolute <laughs> hysteric. I was I was laughing. She was so proud. She had hair all over her. And what are you going to do? And yeah. I didn't. And the thing was, I didn't really want to get her in trouble because she didn't know. And I don't think it's fair mm. to like yell at somebody when they don't know they did something wrong. Yeah. Like my kids have rules. And if they break a rule, like then we can do an appropriate like punishment. But she had no idea. Yeah. So and I also didn't want her to feel bad about herself. And I feel like she wasn't whatever. So I don't know how I handled it. I don't know if I handled it the right way. But I basically was just like, oh, no, Hattie, we don't. That's not good to cut our hair. OK, let's go clean it up. And then we sat down. I brushed her hair. I looked at it. You know, whenever we like sit down in front of the mirror, she always asked me to do different hairstyles. So she goes, can we have Anna braids? Mm. I said, no. She goes, what about Elsa? Mm-mm. Jasmine? Nope. So then you she can, started, you can have Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> so then she kind of started to feel a little sad. Rapunzel after her hair is yeah. cut. <laughs> <laughs> you, can Rapun- you can brown hair Rapunzel. <laughs> so I felt a little bad. But anyway, then we took her in to get a bob and she loves it. And now it, now it's the balance of like, you know, everyone's like, oh, how do your hair so cute? Your hair so cute. And I'm like, don't tell her her hair is so cute, yeah. even though it's absolutely darling. Yeah. And yeah, so she cut her hair. Feels like a rite of passage. And I don't think she's going to do it again. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you're right. She didn't know. She didn't know. It was, and it was, you know, she didn't know. Yeah. And it'll be such a lesson for me, um, especially if I have a daughter one day when we do get scissors. It's like, okay, like, okay, now we have scissors. Scissors are a responsibility. 
and you have to mm-hmm. handle them responsibly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now that you get to have scissors, here are the rules. Yeah. Here are the scissor rules. Yeah, no, there needs to be scissor rules. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, great. That was fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what else? to keep going? Yeah, you can keep going. Okay, back to pot coffee for a second. Yeah. Obsessed. Always on it. Yeah. Here's the combo I've been loving. Okay. It's such a simple combo. I This is embarrassing to even say it's a combo. I'm a Folgers girl. Yeah. I'm loving the Folgers, but I like my pot coffee with heavy cream. Mm. The half and half doesn't always do it for me on the no, pot coffee sometimes train. you need a... Um, because we like lattes yeah. and that's whole milk and frothed and sometimes just mm-hmm. like Folgers and hot water. It's like a little too watery yeah so you need to sort of thicken it up if you will i'm into it i like i like the heavy cream yeah and heavy cream is good for you too. i know that's what they say like what is wrong with our culture we went so far <laughs> from like almond milk everything we used to do soy milk and now like we're totally off soy milk and we're now we're just all- we're all just going back to and the i think roots. and i think like just remember like what is the most natural like why do we mm. all like of course soy milk and almond milk are not necessarily the best for you now if, you, if you're if you have an intolerance that's totally different but like if you don't almond milk's fine soy milk mm-mm. does it like disrupt your hormones or something yeah, yeah I'm not you, messing can't, with you that. can't you can't have uh, a ton of soy but uh heavy cream is good fats i mean if you're if you don't have a dairy intolerance and you can handle it it's it's more, i think it's more filling there's no sugar in it so you know it's a lot better than the mm-hmm. just full straight sugar that we're putting in our coffee of which i'm guilty because i use the chobani like sweet cream one but yeah anyway that's my current combo i'm loving it i love that for you yep and then my last <laughs> thing on my dump is something i discovered over this christmas break um lip liners okay do you have any lip liners yeah but do you use them um i used to use them a lot i've kind of fallen off it the makes, train a little bit i don't really know what a lip liner is for i get i here's how i've been using it i okay. have been i i line them i'm not like an overliner like i'm not doing any of that but i'm just lining the lips and then i'm filling my whole lip in with the pencil and then i'm doing a lipstick on top okay and my lips are looking stunning for hours yeah i just think it's it's just out, it's just outlining them so they they they, they look like more hold, and yeah, they like hold the it, color it looks yeah. it looks more crisp i'm just saying like i have been sleeping on them yeah i've been sleeping on them and i'm i like this dibs lip liner and i like this other one this um abh one okay love it i mean i love lip liners my only thing with them is it's just like another thing to like throw in your bag well and, and then i lose yeah, it it's another thing to throw in the bag it's but I only do really one sort of lip color anyway, so I just like have to get a bunch Maybe of them. Maybe you should like expand your palette in 24. I don't know. I think you have the face for like fun lips. I don't know. I think I, I tried that. Maybe now that my makeup's better, but like I tried doing bold lips all the time when I was in like college well, and stuff. I think we all did. And I look back at the photos. I'm like, good Lord. Yeah. Good Lord. It's not it. Well, that was my dump. Well. What was your favorite Christmas present? Uh, you know what? It was really sweet for my sister-in-law. She got me a cutting board and it says at the top, it says from the kitchen of Grammy Suntrap, who's our grandmother who passed away. And it is in her handwriting etched into the board of her famous rum cake. I saw it 
and immediately started sobbing. It's so cute. It is so cute. So here's how she did it. I, I I think she probably got it on Etsy or somewhere. I would just like Google it if you're interested. But she asked my mom, she said, is there any recipes from any of Elizabeth's grandparents um, that are written out that you could send me? And mom was like looking and she's like, this is like a random, you know, chicken pot pie or a random, you know, way to prepare mm-hmm. a steak or whatever. She's like, there wasn't really anything that like meant anything. And then she stumbled upon Grammy's rum cake recipe. The rum cake recipe is so iconic. It's so iconic. She would make it all the time. And so she said, bring it to the lake when we went down for lake weekends as a family. It's just such good memories. So she sent it to my sister-in-law and she got the cutting board made. And then she got me all the ingredients to make the rum cake so like sweet. down to the brand that grandma recommend like she had to go to like multiple stores to get the stuff it was it's so sweet so, so thoughtful and you know it just goes to show if you can if you can kind of like stretch your imagination to come up with those um sort of custom yeah. gifts they mean so much like not only did i love it but i felt so seen and like she really put thought into it and like she really you know went the extra mile versus just ordering something on amazon which is also fine but like for me it's so the thought that counts so the thought that counts and it's just that just that said a lot um and it made me feel really special yeah and i loved it what was your favorite what was my favorite Mm -hmm. i mean i didn't get a lot of christmas presents which is fine like i don't Mm. like tyler and i don't do presents but i think next year i'm gonna tell tyler we need to give each other presents because I think our kids need to see us give each other presents. Mm, yeah. There's something about that that I just think is important. Yeah. And also it's just like an opportunity to, again, like kind of think about the other person and what might yeah. they like and what won't they buy themselves. And But I mean, one thing I got that, I mean, I, I don't know why, but I hate to buy myself kitchen things. Like, they just seem like, I don't know, I just don't, and, and I would never buy a nice one for myself either. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted, like, a chili pot. Like, not just, like, a Dutch oven, not just, like, a big pot. Like, I'm talking the tall one. Yeah. To make, like, chili for, like, 12 people. Because I do that, like, a couple times a year. So mom yeah. got me, like, an amazing, an amazing chili pot. Yeah. And, like, I will have it for the rest of my life. And That's it will awesome. be iconic. That's and then, awesome. like, we can always make her chili. It's basically the same gift. Because then we can always, like, make mom's chili recipe out of it. I mean, it's a gift for really me, too, because you're going to make the chili. Going to make the and chili. And I get to eat it. I should make chili soon. I always forget. Chili is totally not just a fall meal. It no. goes into it goes into winter and spring real nice. I'm On a make cold chili. day, for sure. I'm going to make chili this week. I think you should. For sure. Today's episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. I think one resolution we could all work on this year is getting a hold of our subscription services and saving money. I know for me, I was paying way too much on TV subscriptions I wasn't even using or that I signed up months ago and forgot to cancel. It wasn't until I got Rocket Money that I saw all my monthly subs in one place and was able to get a hold on my spending. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting your money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash carpool that's rocketmoney.com slash carpool
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Cal, transitioning, but still keeping it on the theme of the new year. What cars are you excited to tour this year? Yeah, we're going to have, we have a big Q1. Yeah. Q1, Q2, if you will. Then I don't really know what else is going to happen, but we're going to, I don't think I can announce what it is yet, but we're going on a trip on the end of January. I'm um, so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. For the trip for January? Yes. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And then I go to NADA, which is incredible. and National the- Automotive Dealers Association. Yeah, and I'm speaking, which is like really big deal. It's a huge deal. And then we've got, we go to the New York Auto Show. Uh, first of all, my tour sold, my tours sold out. So thank you guys so yes, much. Thank you. I really needed that. Now to we happen. really have to make it like, we, we hyped it up so much. No, I'm actually, and I wish, I mean, I've had a lot of people be like, Oh, I'm like so sad they're sold out, which I appreciate you guys. But I'm also very excited for the intimacy of it all. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing worse than like someone paying like the tickets were expensive. I did not set the ticket price. And I'm not, yeah. I don't I get paid like a honestly a pretty small percentage of that, if we're being honest. But I, I'm not obviously not doing it for mm-hmm. the money. But there's nothing worse than paying and then not like getting what you're paying for what you're paying for. Yeah. So like there's 30 of us per tour and like it'll be me and Elizabeth there like we will be there. Yeah. How long's the tour? Like two hours. Okay. So that's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Okay. So anyway, so what I'm excited for this year. Okay. I'm edging my seat for the Traverse in Acadia. Mm-hmm. Edge of my seat. I mean, I need to spend more time in those cars. And I, the way I need pricing to be released, I'm nervous about the pricing. Yeah. It's really hard to get excited for something before you know the price. Yeah. But I don't know. I still, I, I'm very excited about that. Um. I am interested about the new Hyundai Santa Fe. Let's break it down a little bit. At, people are loving it. We did not get invited to the event. No. It hurts. I want to see it um, so bad. I, I don't know why I don't love it. Don't love the looks of it. I shouldn't say like I'm not judging it based on anything else. I don't know anything else about it. I haven't even seen I it. I mean, the look was so dramatic and so unlike anything else that they have that it it warrants a lot of conversation. Yeah, it just it's so I don't know. I don't know. So I'm interested. I'm interested to see that. The Kia EV9 is a car that I feel like we've been, literally been talking about yeah. for five years. Yeah. And we'll see. I'm, yeah. I'm actually excited for the EV9. Yeah. And I just think it's going to be a very interesting and a very telling year for what the EV market is going to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Because we've already had several manufacturers roll back their EV production. Mm -hmm. And also, like, you know, not to get it political. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to do that. But if we, we are, whoever wins the presidential election, like, there could be a huge shift Mm -hmm. in which way the country goes on EVs. And that's just, like, kind of what you also have to remember. Like, it is, it is political. Yeah. It is political, actually. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I think the EV9, though, definitely fills a hole. And I think Kia is actually a good manufacturer to do it. Mm-hmm. Kia, people forget this, that like Kia actually has some pretty big EV roots. Like they've had the Kia Nero for a very long time. And it's been a very 
good car for what it is. Like Nissan's the same thing with the Nissan Leaf. Some of these other manufacturers who have like never done an electric car and like now they're going full fledged. Like they're making me a little bit more nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I still would like love to see some hybrids happen. Yeah. I would love to see. Do we know of any that are coming out? Well, I think. I think most of the cars that we know and like now are getting hybrid powertrains within the next two years. I would two or three years, I would imagine. Yeah. Maybe not some of the full size, but I mean, for sure. Like, I mean, we have the Highlander, we have the the Grand Highlander, the TX, the Mazda CX-90. I'm waiting for a Ford Explorer redesign. I think we should get that this year, yeah. which will be exciting. Yep. Um, I think we're supposed to get a Honda Odyssey redesign. Oh, that would be exciting. I know. I don't know if they're going to do much to it because like, what do you really do? Yeah. But we could maybe use that. I mean, I'd love to see. I would love the Honda Odyssey to either get an all wheel drive option or a uh, a hybrid option. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are things that are kind of missing from that lineup. Yeah. So, yeah. What else is coming out? I think that's kind of all. I mean, that's, it was that's a, a really it, 23 was a big year big because year. we had the pilot, the Grand Highlander, the CX-9, uh, the TX it was a big year. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm excited to like dive into those cars some more too and yeah, re- I'm redo exci- some. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited to like get some like get some and the press cars are just like such a gift. Well, and you have new car seats, you got new strollers. Oh, like, I've got so many even if we redo a car that hasn't changed, it's we're, we'll take a new spin on it. And that's what we've been good at. And that's what I really want to do going into twenty four yeah. is what did we do last time and what's the new spin? And yeah. I, I I'm really liking like I'm using this new gray the gray coast slim fit uh 3lx and the brytax poplar and i'm really liking those car seats mm-hmm. for my car tours yeah i just think they're helpful mm-hmm. okay Kel. um let's do an advice question okay maybe we'll do two we'll do a car one and just a, ge- a general one okay this is from jen um hi ladies love love your podcast i became a mom this past june and listening to your podcast while going on long walks with my baby truly got me through those postpartum those tough postpartum weeks now i'm hooked thank you i really love your advice and know you're working moms too so i decided to write in i took a few extra unpaid months of maternity leave so i am home until march with my baby i'm a teacher and i'm just totally dreading leaving her to go back i have so much anxiety over it but i know i have to do it i feel like thinking about it is worse than actually doing it but i need advice slash encouragement from working moms my husband will be home with her most days because he works nights which i'm grateful for i am just going to miss her so much in our days together i also feel bad slash guilty that her mom won't be there with her all day anymore how do you ladies manage well i i talk about this a lot but just as a reminder when it comes to being a mom guilt is not something you can avoid Mm -hmm. it is it is the territory so jen you're either going to feel guilty for leaving her or you're going to feel guilty for spending all day with her and wanting to To, leave to leave her something feeling burnt out feeling burnt out and feeling like you're not enjoying it so like you have to get comfortable with a certain level of guilt Mm -hmm. um i really like being a working mom Mm. and and that makes me feel guilty to say because like i understand like what that means that means that i'm sending my kids to a daycare so that i can do that Mm -hmm. um but i think one it gets easier Mm -hmm. and i think you will enjoy it yeah and the fact that your husband is going to be there let's that to me is so different than even the situation that we're in where we're sending our kids to daycare so that we can work like your child is still 
being raised by or not being raised you're still there but like your child's still spending all day with their parent which i think is so awesome and actually pretty rare nowadays it it seems because most you know there's so many two-parent households that are working um and what a gift that she gets to spend so much time with her dad what a gift such a gift our dad worked such long hours growing up and like we only had mom like we did not spend a lot of time with dad and they say that like our generation i don't know the stats like no one quote me on it but like that children today are spending like two to three times more time with their dad than Mm -hmm. their dad spent with them dads are so much more present now and i think it's also because moms are working and like a lot of people want (laughs) to you know sometimes say like that's not good for the family but i think it's such a gift that they get to spend time with their father yeah i think it's a gift and i would i I totally agree i would focus on that um you know, and also sometimes I just like to buy my kids things to make me myself feel better. I mean, I talk about that a lot, too. But like when she's a little older, especially mm-hmm. like, OK, bring her home a lollipop from work. You're like the coolest thing she's ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're so right that just the thought and the anxiety and the always thinking about the anticipation of something happening, like you said in your email, Jen, is always worse than the actual thing when you actually go through the motions. I think like that first week, maybe two weeks is going to be hard. And then I think you're going to you know get in your motion and you guys are going to get your routines down and then when you do have when you do come home with her at night um you are going to be so present you're going to be so Mm -hmm. with her and like you're just going to so cherish those moments together so you just gotta you gotta push through i agree okay i have another question this is a uh a car related one okay Hi, Kelly. I need car help. I cannot decide between the Tahoe slash Expedition and the extended versions. I have a two and a half year old and 11 month year old and I 11 month year old, (laughs) 11 month old. And I plan to have one more baby for sure, but possibly two in the next five years. What do I do? Yeah. So she's once a Tahoe Expedition, but she doesn't know she should get the long wheelbase. Yeah. Such a good question. Mm -hmm. And really, it's as it's crazy because even though they're the same car, they will drive so differently. Yeah. Like in Expedition Tahoe, I feel like you're just whipping around a Palisade. Like mm-hmm. it feels okay. not that large to me. The extended wheelbase, your bus city. Mm. Your bus city. Yeah. So, but, but but where things get tricky is, and you here's the thing, you don't need the extended wheelbase if you aren't using the third row because you just lay the third row flat and then you have a bigger trunk than mm-hmm. you would if you got the Suburban. Mm-hmm. So like in my Tahoe with the third row down, I have more trunk space than I would in a Suburban with the third row up. Yeah. Did you follow that? Yes, I followed that. <clears throat> so that's where I'm like, can if it's three kids, can you find the bench? Okay. If it's four kids, I'd probably go for the third. extended. Yeah. Like I would need, and, and what you don't, and I just want to give this reminder, what's not a good habit is, Oh, I'll just put, you know, someone in the third row and then I'll put down half of the third row for trunk space. That's yeah. not a safe way to operate a car because then you're putting that child in the third row with a ton of projectiles. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, the in, the it's, it's a hard question to answer because like the jump to three to four would change my mind. Three yes. kids, I would. So to answer your question, three kids, I would get the regular four kids. I'd get the max. There you go. Things to consider with the max things I would do to help you make your decision. Test drive both. Because you have to get get that feeling that Kelly just explained of how much bigger the extended yeah, feels. If, if I think that right. is dramatic to you, 
you know, that might sway your decision. Bring your stroller, bring your double stroller, put it in the back and really like take a look for yourself at the trunk space in comparison to the two. And also another thing to remember is um, the extended might not fit in your garage. Mm-hmm. So measure it. it. Measure, measure Tep- it. Sure. If, if you're fine with that parking in your garage, then it's fine. But uh, I, it would not fit in my garage. An extended uh, full-size SUV would not fit in my doesn't garage. Doesn't fit in my garage either. So that's just another thing to consider. Yeah. Okay, Cal, that's our advice. Okay. It is time for Ditch the drive through where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner, dinner rut. rut. I made such a good meal last night. She has <clears> literally <throat> not stopped talking about it. Because it was so She's, like brought it up several times, but it sounds it pretty so good. good. Let's hear it. And my husband said it is on par with my uh, chicken pesto pasta, which this is a very, very high praise because he loves chicken pesto pasta. It's the funniest thing. I, like Maddie loves chicken pesto pasta. Well, you know why? So much. Why? It's because it was an MRE. It was his favorite MRE because he's not the type who would like. Tell like me what, pesto. An M- what an MRE is. It's a meal ready to eat, which in the military, when you're, you know, out, you know, hiking through wherever and looking for bad guys, I guess. Um, and you're living, you're like camping and stuff. You carry these MREs, which are very light. And you just like cook them with like hot water. And it has like a thing to heat it up. Mm-hmm. Um, we we did a taste drive on one, one of our yeah, earlier episodes. Fun. It was fun. It was pretty good. And he said like the chicken pesto pasta he would like trade people did for. Did everyone like it? Like was it a hot kamad or like was it just the magic? He certainly said that some were hot hot kamads of, compared to others. But um, like he was like the vegetarian ones. He's like there would just be a box full of vegetarian ones because people would literally rather go hungry than eat those or something like that. Oh anyway, we'll have to get Maddie back on to talk about it. Um Anyway, what I made was sweet and sour, sticky, slow cooker ribs, which missed up for Crocktober to do ribs in the crock pot because, oh my gosh, it was so good. Here's the only thing. In my crock pot, and I have a just regular size crock pot, Mm -hmm. you can't do more than two and a half pounds of ribs, which is like one generic slab. But that fed me and Maddie. So let me just say that. So but like you, it wouldn't have fed like me, Tyler, George and Hattie. No, I don't think so. Because yeah. so, like you guys could have eaten more. Yeah. But, you know, if you have a bigger crock pot or, yeah. you know, we also didn't have any sides. That's all we ate. Yeah. Um, so you get a slab of ribs and then you season it up with um, two tablespoons of, no, two teaspoons of, I might have to go get the recipe, two teaspoons of. Well, let's uh, just post it. I'll post it. Anyway, you make this seasoning and it's like, uh ginger ground ginger garlic powder salt and pepper and you like rub that all over the ribs you put the ribs in the slow cooker for on low for you know five to six hours and then once they're tender you take them out and you broil you put your oven on broil and then you make the sauce which is soy sauce a little bit of ketchup um uh apricot preserve which i've never used before which is actually really good and rice vinegar and you mix that up and that's sort of the sauce you rub the sauce on it put it in broil for 15 minutes but pull it out every now and then to flip it and put more sauce on it and then you have like leftover sauce for dipping oh my gosh they were so good they were so tender they were so it was such like a subtle flavor it was incredible love i'll have to post a recipe i got it out of this cookbook that someone gave me when we got married that i've never used i'm excited I want to try it. I'm going to do it this week. So good. Was it spicy? 
No. Like my kids would eat it? There is no spice in it. Okay. Well, George doesn't like pepper. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I know he doesn't like pepper, but. No, it's it was not spicy at all. It was, okay. it was more sweet. Yeah, that sounds good. It kind of okay. tasted like a sweet barbecue without having any barbecue in it. Well, Liz, that's our episode. That was our first episode back. Can't say it was our best. but Can't I think... say it was our worst. No, no, no sir. sir. But it's certainly setting the tone for the year. And we can only go up from here. Truly. Or down. Okay. Likely up. Likely up. So with that, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Who's leaving our review today? Hmm. Hmm. Who haven't we done? I don't know. What am I driving? Have we done the Subaru Ascent? Because that's what I'm driving right now. I think we have. But if we haven't, I've got, we'll do the Subaru Ascent in case we haven't done it. And also, if you plan on buying a new car in 2024, this is your opportunity, regardless of what the yeah, car, regardless who, of what you drive. No, I, who is buying a car? If you're buying year? a car in 2024, if you're car shopping, head to the review section. Tell us why you love the pod and tell us what car you're thinking about buying. And it's probably the best. I'm predicting it's probably the best year to buy a car than it has been in the last like two, probably two years. That's a bold statement. Well, I think interest rates are actually going to go down. Good. That's what some people are saying. Okay. Um, inventory stabilizing. Manufacturers are doing incentives. I mean, they're basically giving away electric vehicles right Not really. But EVs have huge incentives. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good time. All right. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.